Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 923 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, supporting us during this hour. Thanks to them, we're able to come to you daily right here at 4 o'clock. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text line. Better Hearing Center Talk and Text. Talk or text, either one. Give us a call or send a text. Either way, you get in on the program on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. I already got messages coming in on the line. Uh, and uh, they're relaying information about an accident. If you ever want to give us information about accidents or road hazards in any kind of way, of course, this is a, a key uh, time that uh, people are... Uh, traversing their, uh, the roads and heading uh, home and or to work and or any other place, but uh, big time uh, in the afternoons, and we have apparently an accident on Highway 60, uh, Highway 16 by, uh, by Woodman's, and there's uh, heavy traffic, apparently. Um, trying to make way for those emergency vehicles, which are apparently having a hard time getting through. So Highway 16 by Woodman's out in Alaska. Apparently there's an accident there with uh, some heavy traffic backup. Try to avoid that area if you can. Don't make it any worse than it is. Looks like uh, from our listener standpoint, it looks like it's going to be a little while before it gets cleaned up. Again, if you ever have uh, accidents or any kind of road hazards that you would like the rest of our listeners to know about, please feel free to uh, use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914 to let us know. We have that big uh, boat cruise coming up on the Lacrosse Queen this week on Thursday. It's the Wisdom News and Views cruise with Mike Hayes. He'll be broadcasting live from the Lacrosse Queen. The boat will leave the dock at Riverside Park at 6.30. We'll be back by 8.30. It's the cruise. It's breakfast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be there. Scott Robert Shaw will be there as well. So um, prepare your uh, criticisms early for, for those of you who want to come and use that as an opportunity to give them a piece of your mind. Uh, Dick Record actually has promised to make an appearance on the boat as well. So we'll have breakfast and the cruise and uh, tickets are $25. You can get those online at radiostuffstore.com. However, I will be giving away some tickets tonight for that as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, great story just a minute ago, not a minute, you know, 10 minutes ago, from a co-worker who was out on the river this week and got us, uh, weekend and was stopped by the uh, lacrosse boat patrol. He was in his boat with his kids. And uh, he was stopped... Uh, because they were concerned about the flotation device that his uh, that his children had on, it reminded him that every every child need to have a Coast Guard approved flotation device while underway. And he informed the uh, police uh, uh, boat patrol that uh, yes, he was aware of that. This uh, coworker is a first responder, by the way. Um, he was aware of that, and. Um, and they were, the the uh, officer in question, I don't know who it was, uh, criticized the, or was calling into question, rather, the uh, the type of flotation that his children had on. And so this, this the boats were stopped. I think, I think it was the Mississippi. I, I don't know if he said that. So it may have been the Black River. But anyway, 
the boats were stopped, and while they were checking, they were checking the, uh, the the gear out. And in the meantime, the Lacrosse Queen was steaming their way, and um, so they're they're adrift in the river, and uh, and the patrol boat has them stopped. And it turns out that those the flotation device that the children were wearing were in fact Coast Guard approved, and uh, so the the stop was for for nothing. Basically, but at the same time, they're they're in in the path of the uh, lacrosse queen, which is barreling down on them, and um, a, apparently a bit of a sketchy moment where my coworker is saying, "Hey, uh, gotta go," <laughs> and the and the boat patrol, Mister uh, Friendly Boat Patrol Officer, which and and you know what, it's a job, it's hard hard to do out there sometimes, is is. Uh, delaying their imminent uh, departure uh and not that it was not that it got dangerous at any given point but um it's it's funny how even the most well-meaning uh situations uh, on the water can run afoul of of hazards that are out there like say other boats um i'm a, i'm amazed that we don't have i mean these are these are two you know, well-trained individuals, right? We have the boat patrol guy and we have my uh, coworker who is a experienced boater and a first responder and they're out there on the water. And, uh, they, I guess, potentially, if you, if they're not paying attention well enough, if you're on the river, it's the Mississippi river, it's moving fast. You know, you can run into some trouble really quick. It, It surprises me that we don't have more boating accidents, I guess. When you're like this this weekend, you know there was uh, there's just one like a few beautiful periods of time when and you know there's like a million boats out on the river at that point, and it uh, it's just amazing to me that that people are stay aware enough to avoid running into things and running into each other because uh, they're mostly not aware. But pretty interesting. So, uh, the I guess the 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 the, the, uh, the idea of all that is to uh, stay aware. A lot of a lack of awareness out there. All right. Um, I did have a uh, a few questions actually. For those of you who weren't aware, we we had the situation that happened on Friday, where uh, my son showed up in the studio. Um, Wearing in a shoulder holster his new nine millimeter handgun, and I, I got a few questions about that in relation to uh, to him being, I guess, just being in the studio with his holstered firearm. And I thought that was really interesting. He stopped by to show me his new holstered firearm, and it was on the air. And we talked on the air about it, and it's interesting because it spawned conversation for me over the weekend about. You know, how you can, how is it that you're able to walk around in modern society with a gun strapped to your side? And how is that? And I think a lot of people don't realize, you still don't realize, even after this, I mean, we went through this whole thing right before concealed carry was passed in Wisconsin. We went through this whole thing where people were provocatively wearing their sidearms or any weapon. Provocatively, provocatively wearing it out in, in public so that they could get a reaction from police. And this was all part of the lead-up to concealed carry, right? 
And so we, we've all had these discussions about open carry and how it's legal to have, have a gun out in the open and, and holstered and all that kind of stuff. It's part of, it is, the, it is the law in the state of Wisconsin. But it did create some situations where we were able to have those conversations. And I had some conversations over the weekend about that very thing, about why is it reasonable in, in this, in like I said, in our modern society, why is it reasonable for people to walk around with a gun strapped to their side? And so it, it was more when my son came in, he had just had a confrontation, not a confrontation. He just had an interaction with police. I keep saying confrontation. It, it could have turned into a confrontation. But he had an interaction with police. They were called because someone saw my son walking around with a gun strapped to, the, to his side. And uh, I, I mean, I was, I was fascinated by it. I thought that it was uh, interesting, the reactions uh, I got. And I, I had one reaction from a family member who didn't realize that that was legal either and asked why he wasn't arrested. So interesting. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. And I, you know, it's funny because we allow concealed carry. Obviously, there's a concealed carry law in Wisconsin. I don't know how many years old it is. I think... Uh, Probably five years, something like that, if we can look that up, I guess. Uh, we've had that in place for a while, concealed carry. Um, and you have to have a permit for that. And I think, you know, this maybe is it is it time to have that conversation again about needing a permit to, to just be carrying a gun out in the public? And is there any difference, really, between having a gun in your in your sock and having one strapped openly to your, to your vest or to your uh, to your chest, I'd love to hear from you. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We'll be back right after this. The Crosstalk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. If you would like to join us here on the air, use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. This hour, by the way, brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is the way to reach us here in the studio. Call in or text in either way you get in. Uh, a couple of texts, in, including our... Um, I, I asked the question about uh, people, the ability to, in Wisconsin to legally carry openly, carry a gun openly, which is what... We, we had a conversation after my son visited our studio on Friday to show me his new 9mm that he had strapped to his side. He doesn't have a concealed carry permit yet, um, so he bought, uh, he bought a gun and, and a holster, and he was wearing it openly, as is his right to do in the state of Wisconsin, and somebody called police. And he had interaction with police, and it went very well, um, although it could have gone badly because there was something that but anyway, I won't, we won't get into that. That that kind of muddles, muddies the water a little bit. Uh, but it, it went really well. But uh, the, the point is, is that there are, and I had some conversations over the weekend where people were, were expressing their surprise that one could actually do that, even though we have had these conversations at length about uh, prior to concealed carry being uh, being passed and, and you know, prior to it going into law in the state of Wisconsin, there were a lot of conversations we had about open carry. Uh, there were uh, a number of people that 
were, you know, the lead up to that getting approved, that's what they would do on a regular basis. At any rate, so it was a good conversation. It was good to, uh, to, to spark that. I'm, I am, I find myself being surprised that there's still a lack of awareness that you can do that. But I think that's because, like I said, we had endless conversations about that. Uh, back before concealed carry was approved in the state of Wisconsin. So one of our listeners asked, the better question is, why has it been allowed to not be commonplace? So that's an, I mean, it's an interesting question. I just, it is, um, it is, it's, it is one of those things where you, and I don't know why you wouldn't just get a concealed carry permit, but again, it's your right. So wear your, wear your sidearm if you want. It does make people nervous. It makes them a little bit because you're carrying a gun and people largely don't carry guns. Most people don't carry guns. And I I, I get it. I understand why it makes people nervous. And it's also because maybe because so few people carry them openly that when we see somebody, we're we're wondering what the hell are we looking at here? What's that guy doing carrying a gun? I think in general, people feel that way. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, we'll go to Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. Hey. Um, so the police got a hold of your son after a call was brought in. Correct. To them. Yep. Didn't the police ask the people, "Well, was the person breaking the law?" Before they went after your son. It's not the the um, typically uh, the, so the call will typically go into dispatch, and dispatch would have to evaluate that, and the person calling would have to evaluate whether a person is breaking the law, and the typically they don't take the word of the caller to make that evaluation. Generally speaking, uh, that doesn't seem quite right. It would seem to me that. Really? They would need to, well, what's he doing with him? Well, he's carrying it on his side. <laughs> and that's all he's doing. It's open carry. Mm-hmm. That should have been spelled right at the stash. Yep. Yeah, I, I, without doubt, I think, again, it's uh, typically, generally, uh, it's not, dispatch is not in the business of, of evaluating whether someone is breaking a law based on a phone call. Generally speaking, if it's enough of a disturbance to call 911, unless it's, you know, unless it's something that's, probably so underwhelming that they don't feel that it's necessary. Typically, they take calls seriously, and especially if there's a gun involved. So until people cop, stop calling about it, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, well, it, it really that is... My, that was my wonder. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And I, I do, you know, I think that one of the things that our society right now I mean, remember, there is a tremendous population, portion of our population that is hypersensitive to guns, hypersensitive to any guns. There's a significant population among us that want them all registered and confiscated. I mean, that's not the majority, but it is a significant population. And so to that extent, it is not surprising that if you have a young man, and my son is a young man, Walking around with strapped with his nine millimeter, it's not surprising that someone might make a call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Let's see. We will go to uh, 
Let's go to Eric next. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. You know, I actually agree with you on this one. Uh, somebody walking around carrying a cider on their side, open public, because I saw that two or three years ago. But I got to tell you, it raises alarm, at least alarms you, because you don't know who this guy is. But he was standing in line, he was waiting by someone at a quick trip or something, and uh, he didn't bother nobody. But the point is, I agree that it would scare the hell out of some people. And, I, and that's why I have to say thanks. Well, I, I appreciate the call, Eric. Thanks so much. I, I guess I wonder when we, you know, do we, is it ever a situation where are we ever going to get past that? Do we ever get past the point where we're, where not me, maybe not you, but many others are when they see someone carrying a, a gun in public, will they get past the, the sense of that's scary, this raises an alarm. Or are they, will they continue to think that? I, you know, and I don't know. I, get, I think that contextually, if we're in, so what? If we're in Texas, it's no big deal. I think we said this on Friday. If we're in Texas, it's no big deal. Because a lot of people are carrying guns. Montana, same thing. Wyoming, yep. Certainly not everybody, but a lot of people are openly carrying their guns. Um... I spent, I did a lot of growing up in Louisiana. There was a fair number of people that it was, you just, there were guns, I mean, everywhere. (laughs) And so it's a different culture. I think we just haven't, I don't know if upper Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, I don't know if we quite gotten to that point yet, but it it was interesting to have my son explain the interaction that he had with police. In relation to that, 608-785-7914, once again, stopped on the street, my son was, right after buying his 9mm, was strapped to his, to his body in a shoulder holster, and he was stopped, had an interaction with police, which by all accounts was a very pleasant one, and because um, somebody called the, called the cops on him. 608-785-7914, we've got Dave. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, the caller that um, was talking about the dispatcher police making the, um, asking if it was legal or not. The problem with that is if someone called the cops and then the dispatch said, well, this isn't really our problem, you know, and they just moved on and then something bad happened, then that dispatcher, you know, potentially could get in trouble, at least public trouble, you know. You know, the dispatch didn't do their job, and dispatch didn't do this, and the cops weren't doing their job. So stuff like that should get checked up on, and, you know, the guy was fine and everything was fine. But I understand why you would send someone out there, just at least to cover your back. Yeah, I mean, Dave, I would agree with that. I think that that's a, not a, a, a call that dispatchers are um, typically make. I don't, you know, whether they... You know, it's like it's, uh, I saw someone speeding through my neighborhood. Are you sure they were speeding? Uh, I don't know, maybe. 608-785-7914. We'll go to another Dave, I guess. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thanks so much. Go ahead. Well, my thing is, did they come to your work then to do this? Is that where he was? No, he was, was, out, he was, he, out, it was before, on the street yep, he was actually on the street walking here. Um, and they okay. stopped him on the street. All right, so my thing would be criminals 
don't walk around with their guns out Generally unless speaking. it's in their hand. Right. <laughs> so if you're open carrying, yeah. you know, I would suspect, I mean, me being a person who's carried in the past and does still on occasion, if I'm open carrying, it's in a holster. I'm not walking around with it yeah. in my hand right. or anything right, or right, right. in a holster where a criminal, on the other hand, is either going to have it, you know, they're not going to be flaunting it because they don't want to get caught with it. Right. It's, to me, it would be a common sense thing. Yes, the dispatch is the right thing because, you know, unfortunately, crazy people do crazy things. Not that your son's crazy. He was just doing his thing. But some people need to educate themselves. And I think the other thing that they should do is there should be some follow-up on the police end with that. They know who called. So they should go and make contact with these people that do do that and educate them that, that is a legal thing because oh, yeah. a lot of people don't know that. Uh, and actually, that may have happened. I don't. I didn't follow up on that, so uh, that's an interesting question. I wonder if that actually occurred. I look. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. We'll get more of your calls and comments coming up here on Lacrosse Talk PM. We're going to get to the news. Let's take care of some business first, and and tell you about the exciting news from a Better Hearing Center in Onalaska. The Better Hearing Center has recently combined both of its Onalaska and La Crosse locations into one new location in Onalaska. In fact, in fact Mike Hayes was uh, broadcasting live from there this morning at 1101 Main Street, Onalaska. It's right across from St. Pat's Catholic Church. The great thing is if you can't make it to them, they will make it to you. That's right. They make free house calls at Better Hearing Center. And they still offer all of their outstanding services in their new location. We're talking complimentary hearing consultation, complimentary tinnitus consultation. Uh, Like I said, house calls, they service and clean all brands of hearing aids. Uh, There's a lot more. All insurance, uh, uh, insurance is accepted for their services as well. So go, if you have some hearing issues and you'd like Tom and the gang to see whether they can help you, uh, go check them out. Better Hearing Center, now located in one convenient location at 1101 Main Street on Alaska. Remember, better hearing is a better life. My name is Taryn. I'm part of our social services team at Benedictine Manor. We have families that come in and they don't know where to start. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center Talk text line, 785-7914. Again, also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 14denwyzm.com. We are on Facebook Live, by the way, for those of you who are inclined to watch video of this. I I would recommend that you steal yourself because frequently I make wild gesticulations that are mildly embarrassing to me and uh, can completely distract from the content of this otherwise brilliant show. 608-785-7914. Again, if you'd like to join us here on the air, the, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. we got Trempel with Tom on. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Well, a few things on open carry. Um, <clears throat> yep, as everybody knows, that is legal. Uh, there, there are a couple of things that are kind of critical uh, with open carry, and that is that uh, for the most part, anybody with an open carry, um, if law enforcement does see them, most of them technically are um, probably somebody that is uh, they need to check on. 
I know that uh, Greg wouldn't like that term, but that that's just the way it is. With concealed carry in Wisconsin, they very carefully put into the bill, so it is law, that you cannot take your concealed weapon out and show it. Um, that, that's referred to as flashing, and that is strictly forbidden with concealed carry. And they did that because they know that it uh, makes people uneasy when somebody has a visible gun. So, um, and if you want to look at it from law enforcement, in fact, next time you get uh, Rob on, ask him about it. But they'll tell you, yeah, we 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 got to be extremely careful. Yep, people can legally do it, but we have to be very careful with these people because, well, first of all, there aren't too many people that do open carry, and usually when they see somebody on the street with open carry, uh, they uh, they know that they may need to be involved somehow. Wait, wait. And, so and, I just I, I want to clarify. I'm, I make sure I understand what you're saying. So you're saying that the police should check on people who are open openly carrying? Um, no, that, okay. that would kind of be that would be profiling. Okay. But but I can tell you that uh, if you talk to law enforcement, they'll tell you quite often when they see somebody with a gun in public, uh, they know that we're going to take you're going to we're going to look very carefully and calculated, okay. and we're going to be very careful uh, because. Um, uh, one of the things about law enforcement, uh, somebody else has got a gun uh, that's out and visible. Uh, that just makes people nervous. It, and it, is, a, are they being too cautious then, Tom? Is that am, am, are you making that implication that there's this too much caution because that because it is what after all openly carrying is legal. Um, the what I'm saying is. Uh, and now I'll give you uh, what I'll call my law enforcement view of it, even though I'm not law enforcement. It is that um, you they they need to they will, uh, and I promise you, Rob will answer this exactly the same way. When they see someone in public with a weapon, they are going to be very careful. They are going to they will not turn their back on that individual, and they will get to the bottom of that situation before they're comfortable. And that's why. Open carry is not a good idea. I mean, it's legal, and I want to stay legal, but it's just not a good idea. And then it's the same reason um, you cannot take your concealed weapon out and show it in public. All right. Well, uh, Tom, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Police, in in some ways, uh, understandable, I guess, uh, uh, perhaps, to to be cautious. All right. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. So let me re- fresh just a little bit. And once again, we've had uh, news today of a pretty serious accident on Highway 16 near Woodman's. Uh, a couple of messages coming in, in relation to that. I guess if you let us know, uh, if you can let us know if you're near there or by there, let us know uh, in terms of uh, this was some time ago that it happened. Um, and it, the multi-car crash we were told earlier on uh, Highway 16 near Woodman's. So if you can give us an update on that, if somebody has an update for us, that would be great. So we can let other listeners know uh, places to avoid if they happen to be uh, heading that way or maybe stuck in traffic, know what to expect. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. A listener says, it's legal to carry a weapon, so why do wimps and sissies worry? Grow up, people. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see. This listener says, uh, so uh, again, to to refresh the story, um, this is this happened on on Friday. So Friday afternoon, my son, who is a 
an adult. Uh, he, he, on Friday, purchased a firearm, purchased a, well, I guess he'd, he'd done the background check, whatever, the prior two days ago, I, whatever. Anyway, so he legally purchased a handgun from a sporting goods store in town. He purchased a handgun. He purchased a shoulder holster. He wanted to, uh, he wanted to come here and show me. And I said, sure, come on by. Our doors are open till five. Stop by. I would, I'd love to, uh, you know, I, he didn't, he didn't tell me what he just said. He had a surprise. He didn't say. So I said, yeah, come on by. I didn't know what the surprise was. I, I didn't, you know, when you're, when your son's an adult, it could be really anything. I'm moving to China. I'm joining the Peace Corps. Um, she's pregnant. Um, I'm getting married. It could be any one of those things. And nobody ever really knows, you know. Uh, so anyway, he came by, but right before he got here, he was stopped by a police officer. He had an interaction with a lacrosse police officer in relation to the gun he was carrying. Somebody called in. Somebody called in and said, and and apparently expressed alarm about him carrying a gun. Spawned all sorts of conversations this weekend about, for me, uh, both in social media and otherwise, about carrying a gun openly. And why is it that we still do that? Uh, why is your son carrying an, a gun openly? <laughs> What's he doing? You know, all of that. And uh, and and uh, the, the, the overriding implication is why are people allowed to do that? So uh, I'd love to hear from you. 608-785-7914. It's an interesting conversation because even though we have concealed carry permits in Wisconsin and have had for the last several years, it it is still, uh, I think for people, very alarming, a little sketchy when they see somebody openly carry. It's it's because, and there's, there is a provocative aspect to it. What do you have a gun on your side for? I think is really often what the what the question is. All right, let's go back to the phones. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We've got, uh, oh, we got a traffic update? Let's go to Chris first. Chris, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. This is Chris reporting on traffic. Highway 16 eastbound is down. I would not recommend going east towards West Salem on 16. Okay, do not go east towards West Salem on Highway 16. And, and did you no. say it's at a standstill? Is that what you said? Uh, pretty much standstill. We're rolling a little bit. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm, we just came off exit 5 heading towards Woodman's right now. You can okay. see a lot of uh, emergency personnel and vehicles. But if you can bypass this area, if you need to get to West Salem, stay on the interstate. Uh, exit 5 is backed up into the freeway. Boom. Yeah, it's busy. Wow. All right. Chris, appreciate yeah. that. Thanks so much. Uh, good advice to steer clear of that area, Chris. I, I really appreciate that a lot. 608-785-7914. If you would uh, at some point like to update on that, on that accident again, obviously not a place where you want to be. The exit uh, right there by Woodman's. Um, and that's where an accident has occurred earlier this afternoon. It's still a mess. Uh, like Chris said, they're rolling very slowly through the area. Uh, he recommended getting off on a different exit. 608-785-7914. Backed up to the freeway. That ain't good. That ain't good at all. Let's go to Andy next. Andy, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, I just wanted to propose this idea. Um, you know, like all freedoms and rights, there's a balance, right? Maybe the freedom is, or in the balance is, you know, uh, an armed society is a polite society. If you think a lot of people have guns, you're less willing to do things. But if too many people have guns, then accidents happen, right? It's about just finding that that nice little niche in the middle. Sure, that's what I think. 
Huh. Can I get back to the original question, though, of, above, of, of whether there should be, whether there should be even people carrying guns openly like that on the street? Is that even something, does that fall into the category of too many people having guns or maybe just having no, guns? No, I think, it, you know, it, it's, it's, I mean, well, look at it. We have that, we have that now, right? Yeah. And just because you can doesn't mean that everyone does. That's correct. But, you know, it, there, there's definitely some things to be taken, for, uh, taken note for that, you know, there definitely feels like an imbalance of if you're uh, in this in terms of your race and your ability to to carry a gun, and depending on where you are and what area, and so on and so forth. You know, I mean, if you're if you're uh, in a more sketchy neighborhood, uh, like you know, downtown Milwaukee or something like that, you might want your conceal and carry because an open carry might make you more of an active target. Who knows? You know, it's yeah, all maybe. situationally based, and it's all how we feel. And people can print guns and stuff like that. I know. It's not legal to print guns out of a 3D printer. Pretty amazing. I mean, how are you going to stop that? That is pretty amazing. No question about it. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yeah, well, you, if you saw that story, holy cow! Printing guns out of a 3D printer is a real thing now. Unbelievable. Anyway, so uh, interesting take on that. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 785-7914. It was an interesting afternoon on Friday at about quarter to five when my son showed up. And he's. uh, we actually had a guest in the studio who we know, thankfully. (laughs) Uh, The guest uh, from the uh, bastion of of, of, um, liberal politics, Madison... He was here doing a reading for his uh, book, and uh, my son, who he, he does know, uh, came in and was uh, armed, which was, <laughs> was really interesting. Made for good conversation, no question about it on Friday. Anyway, 608 785 This listener says, people don't need to be walking around the city with guns in their pockets or strapped to their legs. Just, uh, just know, I think is what that says. Uh, this listener says Islamic terrorists love open and concealed carry because it can camouflage them. Hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Six zero eight seven eight five seven. Who do I want to go to next? I'll let you pick. Uh, that is true. There are two threes. So I would say Greg on three. You want to go to Greg next? All right. You made the call, Rick. Let's go to Greg. Greg, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. Well, I'm a eight-year military uh, Marine Corps veteran, okay. and I've been a hunter safety instructor for 15 years. And uh, this open carry uh, thing was made popular during when Jim Doyle was governor. He actually uh, said that was before concealed carry. He said we don't need concealed carry because open carry is legal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for those that uh, kind of know Jim Doyle, it was often suspected that he was promoting open carry uh, because he was anti-gun mm-hmm. yep. to get make people nervous about guns by seeing people carrying guns. So that, I've been a proponent all along for concealed carry because, you know, what you don't know or what you don't see won't make you nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Is it reasonable for people to, to be nervous? I, I guess if they, if they see somebody, because you just, I mean, you pointed that out, and it does make people nervous. Should it, uh, you know, I had somebody earlier suggest they should just get over themselves and not, not be nervous about people walking around uh, armed uh, openly. Is that is that fair? It, it doesn't make me personally nervous. Okay. But, you know, in our society, there's a lot of people who 
who don't hunt, who aren't familiar with guns, and, you know, see them as being evil in the, themselves. And I could see where it would make them nervous. Yeah, but, gotcha. uh, uh, you know, I would like to say for them to get over it, but I know they're not going to. So for me, uh, I personally don't carry. But if I chose to, I would, uh, you know, get my permit and I would conceal carry. Cause, uh, uh, but I don't, in our area, I don't personally see a need. Oh. If I lived in Milwaukee or Madison, I probably would. Okay, I got you. There's an inherent uh, lack of safety there that would convince that would uh, uh, convince you to uh, to carry there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Well, look, Greg, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I guess Clyde's been hanging on for a while. Clyde, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Well, I would think that uh, everyone should follow the Ron Kind rule of uh, when you engage a open carry person. I'll explain that, but I also want to uh, challenge uh, Trempolo Tom to talk less to law enforcement and start talking to people who open carry, <laughs> because they are they have uh, every open carry person I've ever talked to, they talk about the dog that doesn't bark, doesn't get in the newspaper, and they the, the every open carry person that regularly open carries have stopped crimes. Hmm. by the fact that they, the criminal saw them and decided not to act. Huh. And, uh, so in some, and, ways, uh, in some ways it's more of a preventive measure than, than or, or a lot of ways, it's more of a preventive measure than concealed carry. In fact, one could argue that open carry is preventative and concealed carry is reactive. Concealed carry does not stop any criminals because sure. once the criminal pulls their illegal weapon yeah. and points it at you, they have committed a crime. Sure. If you're, if you're a concealed carry person, then you then have the choice of uh, should, I, should I try to engage this person or should I do what I can to run away and figure out if he's a good enough shot to hit me while I'm zigzagging away. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, that's an gr- interesting take on that. I guess I hadn't but, given it that kind of thought, but I mean, you, yeah, you clearly, I mean, that's clearly something. But as someone said earlier, Clyde, uh, uh, you know, if you are openly carrying, that that implies that you're not a criminal. Yes, yeah. because the criminals aren't going to draw attention to themselves by open carrying. Right now, the now the Ron Kind rule. Yes. Now every fall, there's a near penultimate event called the Ron Kind cornrows. Sure. And uh, Ron Kind has a A plus rating from the NRA yeah. because he's a hunter and he's pro gun. Now. There, is a, there are a group of people that attend his corn roast at open carry. And he, he himself has said that sometimes that startles the children, seeing people wearing guns that are not law enforcement. Yeah. And he said that that is an opportunity to teach the children, don't, you know, look at the gun, observe the gun, but then immediately observe the person. How is the person acting? Because that'll tell you much more than just seeing the gun. All right, I got to leave it there, Clyde. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. A lot more people trying to get in. Uh, we'll get to more of your calls uh, coming up uh, right here on the Crosstalk PM. Get your well water testing kit. Contact your local health department. This message sponsored by the La Crosse County Health Department. All 
I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk VM on WYZM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Habitat for Humanity doing wonderful things in the community. Uh, if you'd like to join us here on the air, the Better Hearing Center talk text line is 608 785 7914. Interesting conversation about uh, open carry and related to an experience my son had on Friday. It was uh, really interesting. Let me put it to you that way. We still have some uh, tickets to give away. We're going to do that. That's for the Wisdom News and Views crews. We'll do that next hour. Uh, I'm sorry, what? So now that the women's, there's an accident by women's, uh, now there's one heading towards West Salem going east on I-90. There's another accident. Oh, so okay. where if the, you want to get to West Salem, good luck today. The, so the, where the traffic's backed up, is that? Well, oh, if, you, no, were, it's if going you were trying east. to get to West Salem oh, the other way, now someone got in an accident wow, going that way. what a mess. All right, well, thanks for the update. If you'd like to give us updates, feel free to give us a call at 608-785-7914. Again, a pretty messy accident by Woodman's on 16 and now on I-90 as well. More to come. Stick around right here on Wisdom. Hi, my name is Dave Farnham. Welcome, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening in this particular hour, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. Extraordinary people making exceptional beer keeping me happy just about every single day. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Either call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the program and can be a part of the program on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Thanks to all of you who have uh, given us some uh, accident information. A bit of a mess out there on uh, on the interstate. Exit 5, uh, coming off of Exit 5, <laughs> apparently going on to Exit 5 as well. I've got a couple of accidents out there. There's uh, one um, that uh, has caused some significant problems over the last hour in front of Woodman's on 16. So if you at any point would like to give us an update, either call in or text in. Don't text while you're driving, of course. Uh, Call in or text in and uh, let us know so we can let others know as well. But uh, we were talking earlier about this weird interaction that my son had with police last week. He just bought himself a 9mm, had a, a shoulder holster. He does not have a concealed carry permit just yet, uh, but he was carrying it openly and was stopped by police for a very pleasant interaction, by the way. It went very, very well, according to him. And it did spark a lot of conversation for me over the weekend, both on social media and otherwise, about carrying guns openly in public. So it's... It is, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you see somebody walking down the street with a gun holster to their side, and there is a moment where you go, oh, I wonder what the story there is. What's going, what's going on with that? Some people will just cross the street. Uh, I'm always a little, what is that? What do we got there? And, of course, my son is in, uh, you know, old gym shorts and a raggedy T-shirt, and he has a shoulder holster on, so I'm sure it looked a little bit, a little bit sketchy to whoever called police. But what, what is the role of open carry in our modern society? I'd love to hear from you. 608-785-7914. Is it reasonable for people to be carrying guns, walking around, openly displaying guns? Uh, one listener, uh, caller Clyde, said, you know what? Open carry prevents crimes. Open carry prevents crimes. Conceal carry all that is is a reaction. If you have to pull out your gun, all is, all it is is a reaction to a crime. 
right? And he's got a point. He's got a point. So, yeah, I it was uh, <laughs> it is also it's one of those things that it is an adjustment for a parent to make too. That's the other thing. Suddenly, your your son is 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 carrying his newly purchased weapon on his side. That's a bit of an adjustment for you to make. All right, so we'll talk more about that. I do have some tickets to give away for our Wisdom News and Views cruise, which is coming up this Thursday, so I'll stick around. If you uh, you can uh, get those tickets for free, I'll be giving those away this hour. Uh, your calls, of course, coming up. Uh, much more to come right here on Wisdom. We do have um, uh, another very similar day like today, tomorrow. we got uh, not quite as warm. It looks like 81 degrees for a high. Um, uh, I think we got up to 86 today, 86, 87, something like that. So somewhere between 81 and 83 degrees tomorrow for a high. Tonight down to 65. Pretty good sleeping weather. I'm going to crank those windows open and give the air conditioner some relief tonight. Uh, please uh, you know, feel free. Pretty good. 65 degrees. It's 86 now at News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. More to come. Stick around. Good afternoon for WisdomNews.com. I'm Drew Kelly. The Fastenal Company recently announced that it's planning to build offices. Sign up to be a Wisdom Insider at our website, wisdomnews.com. For wisdomnews.com, I'm Drew Kelly. When you need to know what's happening in the lacrosse area, find out first on Wisdom News, WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm in Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM, on the phone with uh, Josh from First American Roofing and Siding. Uh, and folks, if you haven't seen the pictures, the before and after pictures, they appear on social media here and there. Uh, First American Roofing and Siding has this great service called Soft Wash. Josh, why don't you tell us about it? Hey, Mitch, how you doing? Uh, soft Wash is a low-pressure uh, method of cleaning exterior surfaces, so it's a replacement for a pressure washer. Uh, we're not going to damage anything on the outside of your home um, using that pressure. Um, we use bleach and water and soap, and we've got a special pump that mixes those together, and uh, and it does a does a great job cleaning any mold or mildew or anything growing on your on your house. I mean, we're talking roof, siding, gutters, uh, downspouts, sidewalk, fences. Absolutely. It's it it covers all that, doesn't it? It really does, and we have a pressure washer if we need it. Um, you know, sometimes you need it for, for some concrete, but when you when it comes to your house, you really want to use that low-pressure option. Use soaps and solutions instead of instead of eroding water to, to clean that. Sometimes you don't need to replace the roof for your siding. Sometimes you just need it to give it a good cleaning. Uh, soft wash there, might be the thing, the very thing that people are needing. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, very true. So okay. with, uh, with our soft washing, we can oftentimes clean... For instance, soffit and fascia and gutters can get really moldy and mildewy. Yeah. They look really, really worn after you know after several years. Instead of replacing that, often we can just wash it. We've done that for several of our customers that have had us replace their siding. We've re- we've just washed that, and that saves them uh, can save several thousand dollars. Josh, if people want to find out more about exterior soft washing, uh, where can they find you? Give us a call. Visit our website, firstamericanroofing.com. Um, and just give us a call. We'll, we'll send our salesman out, Adam. He's very knowledgeable. Um, great low-pressure experience. He'll come out and give you a free estimate. Good stuff. Josh from First American Roofing and Siding. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mitch. Have All a good right. day. You too. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. 
It's that time of year, project time. Maybe you're planning a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, or maybe you're building a new home or the new home you just purchased needs a few adjustments. Chances are, whatever project you're planning, it involves electrical. The Crosstalk PM and WISDM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. This hour, by the way, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. If uh, you are out and about and happen to be around Exit 5, uh, I guess we, we're looking for a traffic update. I know there's been a bit of a mess out there this afternoon. So if you have an update for us, that would be grand. I would imagine, I would think that it's, we got things pretty much cl- getting cleared out there, I would think, but uh, we don't have. What does the traffic look like out there, by the way? Can you look real quick on and see what we have? Yeah, what we see, we've got up there. It was a, it was twenty minutes ago that the guy called and said I ninety was I, getting backed up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we get an idea of where the traffic is at out there um, through the fancy world of the internet. We can get a sense for whether that's a mess. Uh, but if you have an update at any time. Um, Feel free to call us or send us a text. Now, of course, anytime there are some traffic hazards out there. Um, yes. Traffic looks good in Hoka. No, nothing Okay, good. Up. Oh, whew, man. Oh, that's... All right, so okay. now we're in West Salem. When they're herding the cattle through town, that's when traffic starts to back up a little bit. And they get those, there's, uh, there's no red here. When the goats start to start meandering through town there in Hoka down Main Street there. There's no, I mean, there, there there appears to be red right in front of Woodman's. There's more still. than more than one street in Hoka, or how does that work there? What do you got? You have to turn right to go down the other one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's one. There's one and a half streets. Okay. No stoplights. Yeah. Cruise right on through. Yeah. Mini golf course though. There's a mini golf course. If in you'd have Hoka. a stoplights, the cattle get backed up. Whether when you're getting herded through town. Well, I mean, it does anyway. Yeah. Um. So it looks like in front of Woodman's still. Still backed up, maybe. Okay. All right. Well, I, but I, not on I ninety. Okay. We're good. Good to go there. All right. Well, if you have an update for us, please give us a call six zero eight or seven eight five seven nine one four, or send us a text. Both of those on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, talking earlier, boy, I had a great conversation with. Uh, oh, we, we again. Let me let me finish. We go back to this conversation we were having just uh, a little while ago. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join in on that. We had this experience last week. Okay, we got a listener who said traffic looks better by Woodman's, but there's still emergency vehicles in the intersection. So that was a bit of a mess. Apparently, multi-vehicles, multi-vehicle crash. Okay. All right, so, uh, I again, maybe just avoid that area for now. It looks like it's still got, it's still got problems. They still are limiting access to Woodman's. Um, still police out there, emergency vehicles. So yeah, that, that's been going on for an hour and a half now. All right. 608 telling a story, relaying a story for those of you who tuned in on Friday, uh, yeah, right, right before five o'clock, my son showed up to show me his surprise and his surprise happened to be a new Springfield nine millimeter that he just purchased at a local sporting goods store. And, uh, wanted to come show me. And I was like, Oh, okay, there we go. It was his first, his first handgun. Had it in a shoulder holster, and this is all backstory. And as no, not didn't so much as get out of his truck and start walking down the street with his shoulder holster and his new nine millimeter, that uh, he was stopped by a police officer. Somebody had called police because he was, you know, carrying a gun. 
which is legal in the state of Wisconsin to open, openly carry a gun. So it spawned a conversation there in the studio. We, I talked with him about it on the air, and actually it was pretty interesting. And I, I don't, I don't think I don't know if I've ever talked with my son on the on the radio. Maybe I have. I probably have. I have. What was it about? I don't remember what it was about, but I know he's been in here at least one other time. Okay. Uh, and I think we called him, too, one oh, time. When oh, he was oh, out west, we uh, might have called him. Ah, uh, memories. Yeah, right. <laughs> that I don't have. That's all right. All those, like, childhood <laughs> things that you did when he was, like, seven, he doesn't remember any I of know. those. I know. He won't ever remember why, that. Why, why do parents take their kids to, like, Disneyland and stuff? They're never going to remember that no, you when they little. Not until they're, like, 12. You're not getting any points for that stuff. You 12 wait. when they start hating you. Then at, like, 12 <laughs> that, and 13 when they start hating you, that's when you take them to Disneyland. Yeah, you bribe them with... You bribe them with kindness. Or and, guns. And guns. Uh, <laughs> Got a BB gun. <laughs> Looks like uh, Westbound Highway 16 is now open. Okay. Huh. All right. Uh, 608-785-7914. Anyway, so it's brought a lot of conversation, not just then, but also over the weekend for me on social media and otherwise about uh, the, the kind of the role of open carry in today's society, really a modern society. What do you do when someone's got a gun openly carrying in public? One listener says, uh, see a gun, dial, dial 911. That's just, that's the beginning and the end of it right there. See a gun, dial 911. I mean, I, I like what somebody, Clyde had a really great point earlier, said openly carried guns prevent crimes. Openly carried guns prevent crimes. I don't know if I agree, but the point, his point, is that if you're openly carrying a gun, chances are you're not a criminal. Right? But if someone's got a gun that's up to no good or wants to engage in some other crime and they see Joe Smart Citizen over there with his uh, shoulder holstered 9mm, maybe he's going to think twice. Uh, Let's see... This listener says, I'm a gun owner and NRA member, but I do not open carry or concealed carry. I feel like with my bad luck, it will just get me shot. <laughs> However, I am all for both concealed carry and open carry. Good stuff. <laughs> I, yeah, we talked about that today at work. I was having a conversation about, you know, kind of, well, well, there was this massive fight downtown this weekend. I mean, just you may have seen it on social media, but a guy recorded the whole thing, and there was 30 people involved. It was in the middle of 3rd Street. People were like, they were throwing down. And, and I, what I, the car conversation that I had at work today was, is, at what point does that escalate to someone pulling out a gun? But honestly, that happens... That could happen whether you're openly carrying, legally concealed carrying, illegally concealed carrying. It could happen at any time. Anyway, 608-785-7914, this listener says, Tom's story about about police being so crazed if they see someone open carrying is wrong. I have open carried for 10 years in Wisconsin. I have never once, never once been stopped or even have police look at me sideways. Okay, let's go to let's go to Tom. Tom is next. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, thank you, Mitch. Uh, I have two brief points I want to make in cooperation be, uh, between a concealed carry uh, person like I've been for years. 
I think one of the safe things to keep from police escalation or accidental uh, discharge of people they're stopping, what I like to do is a little trick is when I produce my driver's license, right under that is my concealed carry permit card. And I want to be as transparent and cooperative with them uh, as much as possible. Now, the other thing would be, too, unlike if an officer asks you to produce it, well, I never carry around in the chamber, and I never have the safety off, which a lot of people would argue with. I do for safety reasons. But on the other hand, I would prefer an officer to uh, watch my hands, everything I'm doing, and ask me, please come out of the car. Once you've seen that permit card, I would tell them what tip I've got the gun on and let them uh, take disarm me than me trying to reach down in the, in the car. They don't know what kind of uh, movements I'm going to be making. I would rather just get out of the car, let them disarm me after I told them where it's at, and we'll go from there and minimize any escalation or whatever. All right. I got to leave it there, Tom. Appreciate the call. I want to get to Darren before we go to news, though. Uh, Darren, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. Hey, yeah, I was just, um, this kind of reminded me of in Westby. They had a incident where a guy had a BB gun. He was walking down the street. He borrowed one from a neighbor. And they had called SWAT out and everything else because somebody reported somebody with an assault rifle down the street. <laughs> And I think this whole, you know, I think that was after a shooting somewhere around that time. Uh, probably, so yeah. was even more yeah. sensitive than yeah. they already are. But, you know, I think just if everybody takes a step back and just assesses the situation, you know, you don't have, it doesn't have to escalate. But they had the school shut down. They had businesses locked in lockdown. It was a, just a big ordeal over a BB gun. Well, over what became a BB gun. Yeah, people get, they, they uh it does. The alarms do uh, do raise. That's for sure. Look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. We got to get to the newsroom. We'll do that. Um, we can't. I can't give away tickets like this. We're going to have to wait until we get get some open phone lines. So why don't we wait on the tickets? Uh, we're going to give away tickets. We got to wait. We're going to come back. We'll take some more calls. We'll do some news. Get Scott's comment, and then we'll give away some tickets. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. This is where pressing issues of the day are decided. Make sure your voice is heard. Call now at 7. Simple. Find out more about it. Talk with Tan Pham. Check with the folks at Cuisine Adventure Tours. They've got lots of trips planned, and they'd love to have you come along, too. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk a text line this hour brought to you uh, by... Uh, Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse, 608-785-7914. And I promise you we will give away those tickets for the Wisdom News and Views cruise before the show ends this afternoon. 608-785-7914. Talking about open carry uh, in reaction to some of the conversation that I had over the weekend in relation to my son being stopped um, by police uh, while he was carrying a gun openly in downtown La Crosse. Uh, I did, I made a mistake earlier. I I think, well, and, and I'm, as much of a mistake as more of just a dumb thing to say, really, because we were talking about where you wouldn't be surprised culturally if you see somebody walking around carrying a gun openly. And I mentioned Texas. Texas actually, although do people do carry guns in Texas, concealed carry, open carry, you do need a permit to carry openly in Texas. Um, and that they've changed their laws just recently in relation to that. 
Uh, there are there have been though more restrictions in Texas than actually in other states and um, some of the like Wyoming, Montana, um, I think Nevada, Arizona, those types of states typically have less restrictive laws. So my apologize. I would that was that was not um, yeah. I don't mean to in, in, imply that it's a free for all in Texas. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I don't know if we got John and Daniel still hanging on. Let's go to John first. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Well, I don't disagree with Clyde that some crimes uh, are prevented by seeing an armed individual. Yeah. I think it's a lot more likely that um, if some if you're in a situation that's going to call for, um, you know, life and death action, it's far more likely that the person open carrying might as well be wearing a sign around their neck saying, shoot me first. Hmm. Uh, there's no way that I would open carry other than hunting or in a situation where I knew everybody around me, uh, just simply from a safety standpoint, number one. And number two... While I feel the general public is actually protected by having citizens that are legally carrying concealed weapons, um, the public is pro- is uh, protected against crimes without even being aware of it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when they see an open carried gun, a lot of people, and and I I think in probably in our part of the country, maybe not in Texas, but here. It's probably at least two to one more people are going to feel less comfortable rather than more comfortable if they yep. see a weapon. Agreed. I'd, I'd go even higher than that. i go three to one. But yeah, it's, it, I, it could very absolutely. well be three yep. to one. So, yep. no question. you know, why, um, I, I think to some degree you're kind of rubbing it under their nose mm-hmm. if you're displaying your weapon when there's really no need to. Okay. Unnecessarily provocative and potentially making yourself a target. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And not to mention that Good reasoning. you might have you might be waylaid to explain to a friendly police officer just exactly <laughs> what your intent is. I yeah, I suppose although if you're if you're enga- if this is legal and you have a right to do it, then they, there's no reason for them really to question you at all or no reason for you to answer their questions, right? Oh, I think there is. Okay. You know, just like your son was questioned, I think that's totally legitimate. Hmm. If if you're walking down Third Street, open carrying, I think you should expect that somebody's probably going to call the police and that you're going to be approached and and you know ask uh, you know just find out what's your mental what's your mental state today. What are you up to, guy? All right, all right. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Good reason argument there. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. So I, that was that John or was that Daniel? Because they was that who's. Both on line one, so we'll we'll just figure we'll, we'll figure out who this is. I guess <laughs> I don't know. You've been waiting for a while. Whatever your name is, let's just put it that way. Yeah, this is Daniel. Okay, Daniel. This is Daniel. <laughs> so I, I got a couple of points. One, compliments to your son and to the officer for having a good interaction. Yeah. From my experience, a lot of the um, a lot of the interactions that I've had, whether it be with um, local law enforcement or even um, federal or state. Wildlife wardens. Yeah. Um, the the interaction is based on a cooperation between the two parties. Sure. If the officer and the person that are being that is being checked are, are calm and 
are able to have a conversation about things, it, it goes fine. Yeah. I've I've never felt nervous or threatened or anything like that while I've been, you know, talking with a police officer when I've been either open or concealed carrying. Um, so compliments to your son and to the officer for having a having a good interaction. That that's that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, two, when it comes to, um, you made a comment earlier that someone had commented that open carry saves lives or open carry prevents crime. My opinion on it, when I when I open carried prior to concealed carry coming through in Wisconsin, yeah. open carry, it does prevent crime, but it prevents crime, in my opinion, on the individual that's open carrying or the individuals very close around them. Um, concealed carry, in my opinion, prevents crime to the masses. The reason being is that open carrying, as your last caller mentioned, you know who's carrying. Yeah. You see that weapon. You see that holster. You see the person that's carrying. Concealed carry, you don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, all, there's, I don't know, 400,000 or so folks in the state of Wisconsin that have our concealed carry license, and nobody knows who we are. Right. There's no there's no, there's no telling when, when a, a bad guy goes into a gas station and wants to do something bad. There's no telling who it is. It could be the the you know the guy that looks like a lineman or it could be the little old lady retired school teacher for all sure. that yeah. anybody knows it there's no there's no telling fact there's no um there's no giveaway when mm-hmm. it comes to concealed carry so uh, that's that's just my opinion on the on the preventing crime that concealed carry may prevent crime on the individual that's carrying while concealed carry prevents crime on more of the public than sure. No, I, I get it. Yeah, more of a macro, a, a macro kind of view of the public. You don't because you simply, like you said, you don't know who's carrying, uh, and they they could be anywhere. Whether they be in the Walgreens you're about to knock over, or or any other situation. So, I mean, that's an excellent yeah. point. Um, you have to you have to assume then that the person that is going to be engaged in crime thinks about these things, which I think is often a, a reach, frankly. Uh, but it, I mean, certainly if, if there is some logical thought process that goes on there, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to play the odds and, uh, hope that, that, uh, you're in a place where someone is not concealed care? Sure. No, I, I think exactly. it's, you know, that's, it's an excellent point. I, I appreciate the call. 608-785-7914. And what Daniel's saying is, look, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're openly carrying, you may prevent crime to yourself or those in your immediate vicinity. But if the culture is about concealed carry, then there is more, there is, uh, um, you know, it's, it's more of what somebody brought up earlier, the polite society. You don't want to, you don't want to be engaged in gun crimes when you don't know who else uh, may be armed. 608-785-7914. Greg is on. Greg, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch. Um, every time I, I discuss open carry and, and somebody brings up that uh, myth that you have a target on your back that you're going to be the first one shot. It, it still amazes me every time that somebody will spout this nonsense. There's never, ever been any proof of that fact. Like Michigan has had open carry for 175 years. And there's, there's never been any correlation that open carriers are more susceptible to being shot. But I'm with Clyde. I think open carry prevents crime because most criminals aren't 
military tacticians. A lot of times you hear about somebody going into a convenience store and sticking up the guy behind the counter, and there's a cop standing over by the beer cooler. So they're, they're not looking around to see who's armed. They're, they've got tunnel vision. They're just focused on their victim. Yeah, they need to, they need to get some cash quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I think okay. people have watched movies too much. If they think that, you know, somebody's going to walk in and see that you have a gun and right. shoot you. Okay. It's not been the case for me in 10 years, so. Okay. I, well, <laughs> you haven't been shot yet. Is that what you're saying? But I, on, on your son's thing, yep. I, I still have a little trouble with that because Wisconsin, in their statute, protects uh, open carriers. And, yep. and open carry is not uh, by itself a reason for a Terry stop. Yep. Well, I, so, and so, I, I asked him about, I asked him about that. I asked him why he gave, he gave him his ID and uh, why he answered questions. And I, I think, and ag- agreed, but uh, you are, I mean, if they are, it's not a reason for a stop, but if in polite conversation, if, you know, if you agree to have to answer those questions or give your ID over, then, I mean, you know, that's perfectly allowable. I think he was just thinking he was being polite. So, yeah, but yeah. we talked about that. I, we I talked about his rights. People have that opinion. Yep. I, I don't think it's polite when a cop comes up to me and starts talking. <laughs> so I don't believe okay, it. Okay, Greg. So if there's no, <laughs> this, you, you know, he, he's exercising his. They're just trying to. They're, right. they're just trying to uh, protect society. Into the other rights okay. also. I got you. All right. Well, and I think that, and, and that certainly is, and I, I appreciate the sentiment there. I, I guess. You know, there's a lot of people that will come down on different sides of that um, because we have, you know, because there are situations where, you know, it's difficult to be faced out, you know, facing a law enforcement situation, you're armed, they know you're armed. Um, it, it's difficult, I think, to to be that guy that says, no, you're not getting my idea, ID. So, um, hmm, let me try, let me get, hold on, hold on. Okay, I got it now. All right. All right, so we ha- I got to give away some tickets. We got two tickets, I think. I-, I never really checked to see how many, so we'll give away two and maybe give away two more tomorrow. I don't know. It's for the Wisdom News and Views Cruise. It's coming up on Thursday. Uh, $25 is a, t- a typical price, and you can get those tickets on radiostuffstore.com. But I'm going to give away two right now. Third caller, 608-785-7914-785-7914. Two tickets. The cruise is Thursday. Departs Riverside Park Dock at 6.30. If you are caller number three right now, you will latch on to two of those tickets for the Wisdom News and Views Cruise. Again, Mike Hayes broadcasting live for the Lacrosse Queen. Breakfast is included, 6.30 to 8.30. There is a cash bar as well. So Mike's going to be there. Scott Robert Shaw will be there. Dick Record will be there. I'll be there um, by the bar, probably. Uh, <laughs> that's where all the interesting people are going to be. No, I... Uh, so if you would like to uh, you'd like to join us there, you can win two tickets right now at 608-785-7914-785-7914. And you know what? It's going to be fun. We did this many years ago. We haven't done it since. And uh, I met the some of the neatest people. I mean, I met Tom and Daryl. That was the first time I met them. And it was it was great. And uh, a bunch of other of our clients but then some listeners as well who introduced themselves, and uh, it was fun. I had a really good time. I imagine that Thursday we'll have a pretty good time as well. But again, that's coming up this Thursday. And we have some winners on the line right now, but if we, if you would like to join us, go to the website, radiostuffstore.com, radiostuffstore.com. 
and you can get tickets there. It's only $25. That's the River Cruise and breakfast. My understanding of breakfast is going to be pretty darn good. So you might want to give that a shot. All right. So we got who from Mindoro? Da- uh, Daniel. Daniel from Mindoro. Oh, so Daniel from Mindoro wins those two tickets. Uh, I don't know if we're giving away more. We might give away more yet this week. Again, that cruise is coming up on Thursday. So super fun. Well, I appreciate that. Daniel from Enduro is going to have fun on our Wisdom News and Views cruise. I did get a number of messages from listeners in relation to our conversation about open carry. I did have one listener says that I should carry a weapon. Uh, try it. You will probably f- like the feeling of safety. Uh, I would submit to you, sir, that you don't know whether I do or not. And I am not about to tell you. <laughs> or anyone else, for that matter. Uh, this listener says carrying a concealed weapon is a misdemeanor in Wisconsin, so screw the permit, just carry folks. Yeah. As a person who has never acquired a misdemeanor, I have to say that... You want to just put that at the front desk? Mm-hmm. No, just leave it at the front desk. Yeah. Is it, yeah, just leave it there so people can pick it up. There, is there a name on it? His name's on it? Okay, let's, let's just do that. we got to coordinate things sometimes. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I, uh, never having had a misdemeanor, I'm hopefully not going to collect another one. So, and I would encourage none of you (laughs) to do that either. (laughs) This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Dr. Holly Fisher, Optical Fashions. A parent brought her four-year-old son in for the first time and... He was a plus nine. One, Riverbank, Go Right Way, Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning, and Midwest Family Broadcasting. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk, PM and WYZM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening, this hour, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. Congratulations to Daniel and Mindoro winning those two tickets to the Wisdom News and Views Cruise coming up this Thursday. Again, RadioStuffStore.com. You can go to. So check it out. Uh, thanks for all of your input here today. Most of all, thanks and my love to Anna. And we will talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom.